Hey, Sean here. I am so stoked to record this episode. It's about 11 days after my 31st birthday right now. And the cool thing about my birthday is it's actually my freedom day. So on the 20th of August, 2017, I was totally sick and tired of being sick and tired of lying to God, lying to Helena, lying to myself that I finally decided to quit pornography masturbation. And it is incredible as of August 20th, 2023, I'm six years free, get to coach guys full time in this industry. It's absolutely incredible what God has done. And I wanted to just take the time on this episode to share some of my reflections of what came to mind as I just kind of put pen to paper of what I've learned, what's been going on, and like three main things that came up when I was like, what are three lessons I'd like to teach people? I put it in a newsletter a week ago, but I thought I'd make a podcast about it so I can talk a little bit more. But it's really crazy. Like, you know, we hear like two to five years to renew the mind. It's true, like two to five years to renew the brain, rewire the brain, it's true. Like all that stuff is true. Uh, it's absolutely incredible when you go on a journey of continued healing for two to five years. I am a, a product of that. God has done such amazing things. So one of the things that stood out to me as I was thinking about this was like, maybe like my first two and a half years of recovery were a lot more like, not behavior modification, but definitely not like the deep healing that I have today. So um, I kind of just went like bullet point some things that I thought I would mention. And then I want to dive a little bit deeper into talking about some of those and like three main lessons I've learned that I thought would be really helpful for anyone listening. And for anyone listening, like take some notes, like more than anything, like envision this being available for you because it is like if I can do this, anyone can do this. If God can save me, and and redeem me he can save and redeem anybody like i was reading through an old notebook that i had to basically throw in the garbage before he moved to the czech republic his books are heavy and i couldn't bring it with me um i was a jerk i was a total a-hole the things i was journaling about in regards to how i thought about helena how i thought about life i was just a really angry pessimistic a-hole so i don't say that lightly like i was not a nice person and i was a you know sunday christian who put on a good show that was stuck in the cycle of works and was just exhausted and angry. So um, one of the notes I put here is like, I was willing to experience the pain of change no matter what. I'll never forget like not being able to look in the mirror because I was so disgusted with myself. Like I really started to realize that I need to get really good at experiencing and wanting and liking the pain of change rather than the pain of regret. The pain of regret sucks because, you know, at first, you know, you make a decision that kind of takes the edge off of the discomfort or gets rid of the temptation, quote unquote, gets rid of it. And you experience a bit of a relief, but the regret is so brutal with the pain of change. It's, it's a harder because you're going to experience some pain as you fight urges and learn about them and overcome them. But the beautiful thing is, is when you experience the satisfaction of purpose and passion that comes from changing from bondage to freedom. It's incredible. Like, wow, wow, wow. So that's a big thing for me. Um, years four, five, and six have been my best years of experiencing sexual integrity and freedom simply because I started doing deeper healing, like story work, inner child healing, attachment theory-like healing. I started really investigating my story of what drives me to do what I do. Not just like my mom was this, my dad was that, but like, 
why am I attracted to certain things? What does my inner child still ache about and, and have unmet needs in? Where did he feel insignificant, you know, lacking security? Why do I still feel unsafe with people or in environments? Really looking at my life as a whole and saying, wow, like when I get triggered in the present, even if it's not sexual, I am experiencing something again that maybe happened when I was six or eight or 12. And, and that has been life-changing for me. Um, so yeah, so like just, just giving, giving some insight into what changed for me is really doing that deeper work and hiring some great coaches, some great therapists, and really investing time and energy into prayer and fasting and doing some therapies with myself and the Lord while retreating. Um, so since then, like six years of freedom, I've coached over 100 men in one-on-one -on -one and group settings. Like that's such a cool thing. I thought I always had this in my mind. Like, man, like I want to be able to tell people I've coached over 100 guys. There's just something about that number, and you know, it it hadn't wasn't happening for a long time because I was doing one-on-one -on -one, um, in a in a you know a different capacity when I ran Secret Habit as my own company. And now that I'm working with Deep Clean, it's just so cool how God's expanded my territory. He's expanded my capacity. I work with, you know, usually about 30 to 35 guys per week. And it's just such a blessing to it's like, man, I've actually worked with over 100 guys. And have, uh, Helen and I had a, a legacy multiplier. We believe that when we help somebody get free, they would touch and impact, you know, either in, you know, um, actively or passively 100 people in their life. We look at scripture and the hundredfold blessings. So we love looking at the, the legacy multiplier of people that we've had a hand in touching and helping. And it was like, you know, a really sweet high number. I, was like, I think it was like, you know, 3,500 or something. I mean, it's just so cool. Like, what a blessing that God's used myself and Helena. Wow. I've been married six years, going on seven. Uh, I feel healthy through some incredible changes and turmoil. Um, we've, you know, we had to, I had to start Secret Habit as my own business unexpectedly at a time when it was really challenging for Helen and I with a new baby and something that happened with our last employment. We just moved across the world to the Czech Republic where I don't speak the language. I don't have a driver's license. I am totally out of my realm. I don't know people here like I used to know. And turmoil, like we went through a miscarriage back in January. We've been you know, going through some turbulent things in different areas of family or whatever else. So just to be able to feel healthy and grounded, obviously there's many imperfections and ups and downs, but to say, well, like, I'm, I'm dealing with things with as much integrity as I can. And integrity is usually, you know, making the right decision nine out of 10 times and you know, re reflecting and fixing the mistake when you make one. I feel like I'm growing in that all the time. One of the things I'm focusing on this season is how to grow in resiliency, how to be more grateful and resilient when hard things happen. And I, I feel like I, I, I have the mind to be able to do that because I'm free from the bondage of porn and masturbation. Being a father to Violet and a, another girl on the way, it's just so sweet. I get to be an example of healthy masculinity. I get to educate her on how men are supposed to act in light of Christ in the areas of consent and respect and honor. It's so cool to be able to model that, to talk to her about that, to vet people in her life as a man who's going to protect her. I'm just so blessed about that. Um, you know, I got 
really re-traumatized last Christmas when I visited my family in British Columbia and I've been able to reconcile with my mom after years of lingering pain, like thought I had forgiven her so many times and kind of just brushed things under the cover because we lived far away and just seeing her in person brought things to light that I knew just needed to be healed and God did such a reconciliation in this last season that it took me a ton of effort and heartache, but I'm so grateful and I think the the freedom that I've experienced allowed me to do that, but it was also a stepping stone to greater freedom. Um, yeah. So, um, the other note I say, I love this and I think this is really sweet. Like, you know, God's called me to do vocational ministry. I get to help men full time vocationally and I'm going to have two daughters and a wife. I get to do women's ministry in my household. I just think that's really cool. And yeah, I think a lot of men have three girls or two girls or four girls and God's calling them to be healthy examples and they're just not calling, they're not answering that call and I, I really pray more men do and maybe this is an inspiration to answer that call. Your, your girls need you, your sons need you, your families need you to be healthy for them. Um, you know, since moving to the Czech Republic, you know, I've, I've been able to find my voice in sharing the gospel, being authentic and standing up for truth. Like that's been such a passion of mine for a long time is to invest more time into evangelism and discipleship. And it's been really, really sweet to see how over the last six years I've learned things about sexuality and the Bible and apologetics that have gone hand in hand with recovery that are now being such a blessing to atheists in the Czech Republic, agnostics, 18-year-old kids who speak English because they, they, they want to explore the world, but you know they've never met a Christian before. So I just am so blessed by that. And then just ultimately, like what I said, I get to do this work full time. I get to coach men. Like this, this role fits my passion and purpose 100%. And I'm just in awe that God has, you know, used my story that now I get to uh, not just like be a father and a husband, I get to be a coach and a mentor and a guide and an example. It's definitely a high calling and uh, it's not easy, but it is something that I wake up excited to do. I go to bed feeling really, really grateful and that is so sweet. And I, and I even know like my story, I think is a cool story for people that want to start their own businesses or, you know, get a new vocation or think about doing something that they're more passionate about that. That's literally all I've done is, you know, Romans 12, it says that, you know, when we renew our minds, we will discern God's will. And I really feel like that's what happened when I quit porn and started renewing my mind. I was starting to feel such a nudge to to do what God made me for, not just this broad idea of helping people or whatever else. It's like, wow, this is what I was made for. And I think God's grace is so beautiful that we do get little nudges to know what we were made for. But I think the fullness of that gets revealed when we are, you know, not conforming to the world and our, and our mind is renewed. So I just want to like challenge you as well as you're listening to this. Like, what would it look like to really let God into your mind, to really let God into your life, to renew so you can discern all that he has for you. Sorry, water break. A little bit of a sore throat today. Um, I wanted to share three lessons that I have learned. There's way more, but I just broke it down to three in something that I shared recently. So first one is that my story held the answers to why. And I know I alluded to that already a little bit with story work that I started to do in our child work. So what I learned is that I had to take a rear view mirror um, lens or posture to my life and say, what happened to me? 
what did that do to me? What did I feel when that happened? What did I learn about myself and other people and God when that happened? I realized that so much of my present living wasn't random. None of it was random, really. None of it at all. It's all a tie. So like when something triggers me in the present, there's always a reason why. There's something that happened in my past that I formed a negative belief or I felt something that was a hard, challenging emotion that I didn't know how to deal with when I was younger. And that's really like my story held the answers to why I can't cope with this, why I run to that, why I am this, why I am that, why I feel this, why I feel that, why I think this, why I think that. And that was so incredibly powerful for me and like when I began to learn that, I felt empowered. It was mind-blowing to me and it was the opening of the door to deeper healing. And obviously like that's all the coaching I do with the guys is like going from not understanding to understanding to healing. Just because you know why, just because you understand does not mean you're going to heal. And like there's a big difference between revealing and healing. And, and, and that was for me, like the revealing started to happen, but I needed healing. And lesson number two was that my inner child needs truth and grace. And my inner child, the inner child healing, the training I've gone into, the healing I've done, it's just been absolutely incredible. If that's through inner child work, inner healing, inner prayer work, um, internal family systems work, like it's all been so incredibly helpful. Um, basically, there's this idea of looking into our childhood and picking specific memories and events and actually entering into those stories in our imagination, inviting God into those stories in our imagination. And what I've found is that my inner child, all inner children, they need truth and grace. But so often I, th I think we do such a, you know, over the, over the top job of truth only. So we try and like teach our child. We t try and like guide and make sure they learn a lesson. And, and that's all fine and dandy, but it comes, it comes before care and love and grace and like the whole beautiful story of the gospel is that there was this standard of holiness that never changed, but there was grace that abounded all the more, and there was truth and grace that really saved people. So that is absolutely incredible. Obviously, salvation comes through professing Jesus as Lord, but um, I think it was the, the grace of God that, you know, sent Jesus to the cross. And it's, it's such an incredible story. That's a side tangent. We could go down that another time. But what I, what I want to say is that our inner children and like what I learned is that my inner child felt so unsafe growing up. I really needed to speak into past memories and stories that he felt unsafe, he felt unnoticed, he felt unheard, and I needed to make him feel safe. I needed to make him feel seen. I needed to make him feel heard before I could speak guidance and leadership and anything else over him. And inviting Jesus into those stories has been absolutely transformational. There's been so many moments in my life where God has met me in a really hurtful place, and it's just revolutionized my, my mind, my heart, my life. It actually changes your neurocircuitry when you re-experience a memory. It doesn't change history, but it certainly can change our brain, and that's just so incredible. So that's some of the healing that I've gone on. I just did an inner healing practice with a client earlier this morning and it was, he was bawling. It was so therapeutic. It was so beautiful. And it literally happened in like a 20, 20 minute block of time. It's just incredible what God can do when we offer him our hearts. And then lesson number three is our, my, my core needs are fulfilled in Christ, that I have core needs. Um, there's three core needs that we all have as humans, significance, intimacy and security and those are all met in christ 100 100 
And that's been something that like, diving deeper into my identity has been so, so helpful, knowing that I'm a beloved son who's washed clean and the finished work of Christ. Like all of that has been incredible. Um, we get significance, intimacy, and security in Christ. The spiritual element is so, so satisfied. But I think in God's grace, he's actually also created things that help us get that met in the mental realm, the physical realm, the emotional realm that is just so beautiful. And that's something that I've learned is that like my needs matter. They have to be met in Christ before they can be met by other people and other things. And that's where it can get a little bit tricky. And that's what I've really learned. My needs matter. They need to be met in Christ before anything else. But other things, meeting my needs is not, a, is not a bad thing. It's actually a really beautiful thing. And when our needs are met, significance, intimacy, and security, our souls don't ache. We feel fulfilled. We feel content. And that's where we live a life in reality. We no longer escape to fantasy. We no longer escape to things like pornography and masturbation. And that is absolutely incredible. So... Guys, I just wanted to share some of this stuff on my heart. I've just been so blessed. I've been reflecting on, you know, my six years of freedom, my 31st birthday, and figured it'd be cool to record a podcast just as an inspiration, a little bit of teaching. Um, at the end of the day, like, take this, take notes, take heart, but also, like, take the potential stepping stone, the offer, the invitation to maybe you want to look at getting coaching. Like if this is inspiring to you, if this is convicting to you and you're like, I want that. I don't really know how to get there. I want that. I don't know how to do inner child work. I don't know how to look at my story. I don't know anything about my core needs. Like Deep Clean offers all of that. Everything that Deep Clean offers, this is why I joined the team is because the course content's incredible, but then you also get coaching with me. You get access to group coaching. You really get the full package and everything I'm talking about in this episode like if I learned all this stuff three years earlier like when guys start deep clean they're literally three years ahead of me and I always tell guys like my dream my goal my vision is to help more men experience you know in year three what I experienced in year five and year six so if that's exciting to you I'm going to put a link below in the description to book a call secrethabit.ca slash call if you're listening and don't go to the description it's very simple secrethabit.ca slash call you can book a free call with somebody on our team they'll learn about your story your situation and give you insight into how we can help break down those barriers and 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 find a spot for you in deep clean it's been blowing up i think we got like 100 active clients right now the system is working guys are getting free there's been such a beautiful impact and i'm so blessed to be a part of that team so that's just something I thought I would share as well because I'm so excited about it. And now that I'm not coaching with, with Secret Habit, I want people to realize that there's still an option to get coaching from me with Deep Clean. So I really hope this has been helpful for you. Maybe you'd consider sharing it with somebody so it would inspire them and help them and encourage them. Maybe you'd consider sharing the link with somebody who needs to book a call and get the help that they need to save their marriage, to restore their family, to be a man of integrity. So we pray for that to happen. We have people that are praying on uh, the secret habit prayer list. We have an intercessory prayer team on deep clean. It's just so neat to be covered in prayer. So bless you. I really pray that this helps you and encourages you.